Hi everyone. Welcome to the Doodlecast, episode 30. I am your host, Swinky. Hi. Thank you for tuning in. Oh my, it's the 30th episode. How did we get here? I'm joined as always by Pew, who's now snapping his fingers. I wonder if he can also say hi while doing that. Pew, say hi! Hi. I can do that. You can. Good job, Pew. Dirty 30. I know. How are you feeling about it? 30 episodes? I don't know, Pew. I wasn't expecting to go this far. (laughs) I wasn't expecting anything really when we started. (laughs) We just started and it's fun. I've got a question for you. Yes. I I preempted everything and I overstepped. You knew we were going to get to episode 30 at some point? I knew. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. I'm looking forward to episode 100. Really? Um, but I jumped over. I went. O- I went above your head on that, and I made the call that this is episode dirty thirty. I need to know from you: is this episode dirty thirty, or is this episode flirty thirty? Oh, I was thinking about flirty thirty. Uh, why don't is why don't we call it dirty flirty thirty? Or why yeah. don't we start it flirty and end it dirty? <laughs> okay. okay, I think I can do this. I'm gonna try. All right. Before try. we do that, let's mm. take our thirtieth uh, shared tea sips. So I'm getting mine ready. Hold on. Let me let me. Can get you see the steam? I wonder if I can see the steam. Can you see the steam coming from my cup? Uh, we've gone to the steam cam. It's hard to see. I'm, yeah, I don't know. Uh, like yep, the there it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can see it. You can see it. it. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> yep, totally saw it. Uh, here we go for your sound effects records. If you guys are trying to put together um, a can of tea opening, here it is. That was really clean. Yeah, that yeah. That was really, really clean. Filthy okay. clean. Here's the sound of someone oh, sipping here's, hot tea. Oh, here's the rhyme I was thinking about the other day. What? How can he be nice and still be mean? Damn, that boy is filthy clean. That's a good line. Isn't that a good line? Yeah, is it yours? Yeah, that's mine. From your brain? From my very own brain. That's really good, Pew. You should I'm, use it somewhere. I'm not disappointed. I just did. I used it on the Dirty Flirty Nerdy 30 episode. <laughs> <laughs> are we sipping or We're are sipping we ripping? On three, three two, two, one. one. <sighs> Welcome to the show. We're in full effect now. Did you know that you can spell chamomile without an H? There are two ways to spell chamomile or chamomile. I, that's why I specifically always call it chamomile. Mm. So that there's no confusion how I'm spelling it. <laughs> yes. I just found that out the other day. Tell uh, us, did you know? <laughs> I got, I got, I got to overrun this episode again. I know I've been doing it too much, and I'm probably going to get some, some strongly it's worded okay, letters no, from my my relatives about <laughs> overrunning the show. Uh-huh. Uh, but I'm very proud of the nature cam today. Why? Could you explain to us, Pew? Uh, why do that? A picture's worth a thousand words, so that's what it looks like today. Um, I just, I really like. We've got a little bit of the blue sky. We've got mm-hmm. the breeze and the leaves of the trees. And we've got we've it's, got the palm. It's just in case, it's a good it's a good shot today. I feel like we finally achieved our goals with the nature cam. Yeah. There's nature in the shot. Um, we'll see if Jerry swings by for a cameo, mm-hmm. and if not, uh, I call it a success. But uh, more important than that, how are you? I'm well. I'm well. I really cannot complain. I cannot complain. I eat well every day, and I sleep well. Mm, no. The last two, for the past three nights, I haven't really slept well. But last night, I slept well, finally. And I slept in. And I slept hard. (laughs) So it was good. Sleep hard. Yep. 
sleep hard. Here's the thing is you think you don't sleep well, but mm-hmm. I'm up at five o'clock every morning and I mm-hmm. watch you sleep for a good five, six hours after I wake up. Oh, really? Yeah, and you are always out for <laughs> quite some time. And you look very content. I, I am. But today I felt really good, maybe because it was the longest stretch that I just slept through for the past week. Just mm. hours and hours of sleep. What do you think caused you to, to be so restably soft? This last night? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe because um, um, you were in bed longer. Stronger. And, and here, here to, to get, get the, the friction, friction onger. Nature cam on that. <laughs> All right. Pew, this is the internet. We can't say things like that. Uh, excuse me, this is dirty, flirty, nerdy, 30. <laughs> so oh, did we you add can. a nerdy? Yes, I did. Oh, my. Um, are you writing down? I guess I think we've pretty much decided what the title of this is going to be, uh-huh. this episode. <laughs> dirty, flirty, nerdy, 30. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, lurdy, lurdy. Let's get on with it. I think we're going to kick things off with the honors. Is that okay? That's fine with All me. All right. I know we like to honor our, our patrons. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's just our way of saying thank you. Yes. Not even metaphorically. This is a literal thank you to you, and we're going to run down your names because we appreciate it so very much. Uh, Swinky, it's all yours. Ladies and gentlemen, allow me to acknowledge the men and women and everyone in between that supports us. And everything we do, our channel, our music, our art, our films. Thank you, guys. Here we go. Can I show the heroic nature cam as you read? Yes. There we go. Go. We're on a first name basis now, so I'm going to go with your first names. Cheryl. Margo. Tomaki. Jeremy. Jen. Marta. Jeannie and Jean. Rima. Selena. No, I can't do first name basis with your mom and dad. Baba Jesse and Mama Jesse. Oh, good news for you. Uh, their names are Baba and Mama. Oh, Baba and Mama? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Emily, of course. Of course. You guys, I, I really appreciate you all. And I'm so happy I that you stuck by us. I, 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 I. We. we. Thank you very much. Good Lord. Some manners. You're scolding me on the internet. I just, how, how, how are we going to raise <laughs> the heir to the throne with, uh, with such self-centered... Worldviews, <laughs> self-centered rhetoric. Yes, I, 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 I. You know what? You make me say when you talk like that. What? I, I, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> There's the joke. Excuse me, I'm warming my fingers. And I'm cooling mine. Um, uh, do we have Comintopia prepared? So much. And we do appreciate you. We're, I'm so sorry much, I interrupted yes. the the. The point of what Swinky was saying, I believe, is that we <laughs> appreciate you. <laughs> we appreciate you, you yes. And I had to bury All us in semantics. Thank you, Thank you guys so love. much. Mm-hmm. Commentopia? Commentopia. This is a section where I talk about the comments I've received in oh, the past week. Oh, if it's week. dirty, flirty, nerdy, 30, mm. is it the section? Uh-huh. Good. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and moving on. <laughs> You're so good. <laughs> All right. So, um, I have... Uh, Subscriber, I think it's a subscriber. He saw a video of me doing "I Want to Be Evil," and he said, "His name is Fred." He said, "I don't believe a word of it." Great job, though. <laughs> Very postmodern jukebox. Okay, so maybe I don't really want to be evil. I don't. 
Next comment. Oh, oh, it's a two for Tuesday it's on a, a Sunday. Yes, because this this next comment I thought was, it, it, I don't know, it, it stood out to me because it was a response to another comment that I'd responded to. So the the, the person, his name is Terry. This saga said, is getting very uh, entrenched in, in mythology. Listen, listen. Okay. So I, we did a video a few years ago on um, covering a Leonard Cohen song called Anthem. And... I was thinking about that one this very weekend. Really? There's about a million miles between Anthem and what you uh, are releasing on the day of this recording. I know. And and they were recorded practically on the same day and for the same reason. Really? Yeah. Don't you remember? Oh, yeah. That was, it's exactly four years ago that you released Anthem for the same reason. Okay, so the comment was, uh, nice singing, nice guitar, but it's just not working for me. And I asked... Wait, he said, but no. But no, But no was the exact comment. Yes, an exclamation mark. You you followed up. You asked him. I asked him. Did you hear back from him? Yes. Oh, my God, that's fantastic. I did not know this. Usually on the internet, people come, they bomb you, and they leave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't don't want to, like, uh, pick apart the nuances of their trolling. But he actually took time to respond. What did he say? Did he he get into what he didn't like about it? He said, yes. This is awesome. This is on-the-air exclusive. I (laughs) knew about this, but I didn't know that he replied. He actually responded. Tell oh us. And he said, Terry, no further, darling. Swinky, too much of a personal interpretation, presenting it as just another song, losing a lot of the depth of the message. I'd buy your album, though. <laughs> so thank you for your response, Terry. And also, I think that's he might have touched on something that I was struggling with that day when we were doing that song. Remember? Mm-hmm. You kept telling me, Swinky, like, really reach into the song because Pew is the one that introduced me to Leonard Cohen Pew is the one that knows almost all the Leonard Cohen uh, catalog and you love his music and you love his writing especially right and his presentation also he doesn't sing to the clouds he just (laughs) no he does not I think he is the 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 definitive doesn't sing to the clouds (laughs) yeah he recites yes and the way he does it, even though the music is simple, the way he does it, you can really feel the depth and his gravelly, deep gravelly voice. You can really feel the words that he's saying, the em- essence of the word. So I un- I really understand what Terry San is saying, and I appreciate him responding. And, you know, Leonard Cohen is such a high standard to attain that I, 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 I have no choice but to do it my way. And um, you did it your way. And I, I feel um, that it's just a very fair assessment. And then that he adds at the end, I'd buy your album, though. Oh, that just made me so happy <laughs> that mm, you didn't quite hit the mark, but I'd still I'd still get your album. Yeah, you've got to. Mm. Um, Leonard Cohen fans mm. are a tricky bunch. Yeah, yeah. Because I think everyone's a Leonard Cohen fan, whether they know it or not. If you, you've either done the legwork or you haven't been uh, you haven't done the legwork well, yet, but yet I think, so you're not a fan yet yeah but yeah. i think anyone who looks at it and like studies it will see what the what the the poetry is yes. inside of it mm. um uh i don't i don't buy it mm-hmm. that critique that you didn't hit the the emotional marks that cohen hit because mm. his delivery is not really about like knocking it out of the park with emotional marks right. mm. like it's his work is i believe the most open to interpretation of any recording mm. artist ever because it's so 
simple the way he delivered right. his songs. Yes, yes. There's you just have all this room to work if you're a singer and you want to add your singer flavor to it. So I don't agree with him. Mm. That said, I absolutely respect him for jumping in, sharing his opinion with you so face clearly. to face. Yeah. How yeah, yeah. rare is that? Yeah. I'm so happy. <laughs> I'm really happy and thank you so much Mr. Mr. Terry. I really appreciate you um responding and you're a real you're a real Leonard Cohen fan, so I'm glad that I'm still in kind of your good graces. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, you haven't written me off completely, so I'm grateful for that. <laughs> it can be touchy because his songs mean so much yeah. to so many people, mm-hmm. but I don't think it should be so touchy because his song production and writing style is so minimalistic. Mm. Give pe- there's plenty of space. There's plenty of room. Yeah, to yeah. to stretch your legs and arms on his song. And I think I think people should yeah. and see yeah. what happens right. cuz Lord knows he didn't when he was alive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, L- Leonard uh I'm I'm glad he lived that long and was able to do that much. I'm just so glad that someone like that walked to the earth, di- discovered his talent and embraced it fully. I'm really happy. Yes. Yeah. He is he is. Darius is going. Oh, is he punching right yeah. now? He's he's an active <laughs> member of this episode. Uh-huh. Welcome to the show, Darius. <laughs> All right. Okay. Um wait, did I have another comment? No, that's other oh. comment. Thank you. Uh Pew. Oh. Swinky News Network presents <laughs> The war on crickets. This week, ladies and gentlemen, I was shocked. Shocked, you say? Mm -hmm. When an invader... Appalled, you say? Yes, an invader marched right into our house while both of us were sitting here. So I said, Pew, look. And then Pew aimed at him with a stool. Of course, he missed. (laughs) (laughs) When you say it like that, I sound crazy. Yeah, how'd you try to kill a cricket with a stool? Well, of course, well, the guy. Okay. Lesson learned. I did it. I achieved <laughs> nothing in my efforts. So uh, I got one of the sticky pads, and mm-hmm. um, and now he's impaled. He he didn't take because it was because he's um right side up, no upside down. His belly is exposed, so I think their bellies once exposed, they dry out a lot quicker. So he didn't take very long to die. Did you but, just make that up? Yes. Okay. But uh, yes. So I don't think they have the hard casing outside, do they? I don't think so on the inside anyway so 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 he's dead and that was the last one uh but this week we only had one opponent and we won anything from the field pew this is field reporter pew checking in from you guessed it the field um morale continues to be low among the troops there was a, a certain bit of um, uh, backdrop replacement that was going on this week uh, that resulted in a, a precious sock landing square on a sticky pad uh, to the dismay of one of our most uh, efficacious generals in the ongoing war against crickets. General uh, Stool and Swatham was his name, but he just marched off the field uh, taking the sticky pad with him on his foot. He was done with it. Back to you in the studio, Swinky. He will be missed. He will indeed be missed. This is uh, <laughs> producer Pew. Oh, yes. Yes, because um, when we edit field reporter Pew, I have to cut line by <laughs> segment by segment. Oh. And uh, the less I have to do that, the happier I'll be in each session. Oh, post really? Session. Yes. <laughs> when we have a, when you, went, where'd my mic go? Oh, sometimes. Oh, mine is gone too. Yeah. Both of our mics are gone. Oh my. Technical difficulties. There, we're back. Aren't we back? I'm back. Am I? Yeah, you're back. We're okay. back. 
Okay, uh, I will switch out this cable later. Sorry okay. about that silence there, but uh, Field Reporter Pew, I guess that was the, the gods of audio editing were having a <laughs> field day with me for complaining about audio editing. I will <laughs> I will sacrifice a, a Sennheiser mic to you on the altar of audio later today. Gods, <laughs> thank you for your patience. Back to you, Swinky. That's all from the war desk. We are so very happy to be cricket free. Uh it sounds like General Stuhl and Swadham was not very happy, but um, it's good to know that you, the leader of this this war, uh, don't really care about how your troops in the field feel. I, I mean, I care, but if he's already <laughs> defected, it, there's nothing I can do about it. He's left. If he if he came to tell me what happened, I would do something about it. You remember um, when your computer was in the path of the sticky pad? Oh, when you <laughs> swatted my computer with a sticky pad. <laughs> Yes, I I remember. uh And then I wiped it down and everything was fine. So you have to tell me these things. I'm not not, uh, clairvoyant. So you have to tell me. But General, bye, we'll miss you. And uh, thank you for your service. You are not clairvoyant, but you are clearly buoyant. (laughs) Yes, I am. All right, are we moving? I slept really well. Sleep is good for you. <laughs> I woke up in a good mood. I was happy. I had energy. I helped you in the kitchen. We had brunch. It was really nice. Maybe it's time for news. Is it? Um, it's not. Uh, I will just click through the the pre-programmed thing. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Noteworthy is next. Oh, yeah. Noteworthy, that's you. Yes. The way you said Noteworthy almost sounded like Nairobi. Na- Nairobi. Noteworthy. Huh? <laughs> that's Noteworthy. just... Noteworthy. This is just the kind of banter you can expect on the uh, dirty, flirty, nerdy thirty episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, noteworthy. I'll think of something else. Those all, th- all three were yours. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to think of one, so that at least I have oh, a, pe- a piece of the pie. Dirty, flirty, nerdy. Come on and join the hurdy thirty. Gertie. Gertie, and play your hurdy gertie. <laughs> Hurdy gurdy, that's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's not just a gurdy. No, it's a <laughs> gird your loins. <laughs> your lord, thine loins be gurdy. Thirty, <laughs> dirty, flirty, nerdy. <laughs> Tell us what's going on in the film film world of Pew. Not a GD thing. Really? Yeah. This last week, my my attention has been diverty. What did be? Oh. What have you been thinking about? And then I remembered what you've been thinking about. <laughs> what could have possibly distracted me this, this week? This whole week. Okay, let me tell you guys. This whole week. I can sum it up. Let me sum it up. Me. Let me sum yes, it up. Yes, speak y'all, for y'all have seen the end of the Facebook network movie with Jesse Eisenberg. That was me on Reuters all week long. <laughs> now you tell it your way. Yes, I was going to say... Pew would click, not refresh, but, you know, just looking <laughs> as the, the counters would count down on the, the results of the, the race. I'm not stepping on your next news article, am I? No. Okay, good. I didn't think that. I mean, that's not Glendale news at all. No, that's not Glendale news at okay. all. Okay, no, but no. please continue then. Yeah, so um, I'm glad that there's a result, you know, either way, just so that we can go back to having normal lives. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I've said this several times on this podcast and in our discussions that um so yes ultimately politics do affect us but when when we change power usually for the rest of us our daily lives remain more or less the same so I wasn't um I mean I 
I mean, I'm just glad that the, the lot of the a lot of the tension is gone. There's a result. Everybody knows, and now we can just move on to the next stage. Everybody knows. Everybody knows. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. So that's my thought. I'm just glad it's over, so that we can move on. Everybody <laughs> knows. You're so close, so close. It would have been three out of three. If <laughs> it would have been three yes. out of three. <laughs> and singing the right song or yes, the wrong song. Yes, no, the um, that the 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 political landscape in America, we'll call it that mm-hmm. for the time being, mm-hmm. has occupied my mind to some degree or another for the last four years. Uh, that was the climax of it occupying my attention. Was this yeah. last week? You where being like that, Jesse boy. Uh, wait, Jesse. you even namesakes. Uh, thank you, but no thank you. I'll pass on being Jesse Eisenberg's namesake for the time <laughs> being. Just clicking. Refresh, refresh, refresh. Anyway, that is uh, that is uh, that was noteworthy. Uh, Pew doesn't it have was any, noseworthy. Uh, doesn't have any notes to worth. <laughs> Pew. You want to check in on the Nature Cam and then do your first news article? Yes. Nature Cam. First news article. I'm reporter Sunki. We baked a fluffy cake. It was delicious. It's still there. <laughs> Next news article. I think there's more to say about this fluffy cake. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. Uh, they need to know more about why it's still there. It's there. It's still there because it did not walk away. Oh. <laughs> we. Um, well, I have eaten a third of it at this point. You went crazy <laughs> on it. You were like heart. The band, uh-huh. but for cake. Yeah. Oh, crazy on you. Yes. Yeah. Crazy on. I love that song. Should I cover it? Let me know in the comments. Uh, here's a comment yeah. for you. Yes. Mm-hmm. Really? Yes. Oh my. Let's I talk find about a nice track. Let's talk about what you're it's doing to really look. Really yummy cake. It is so good. It is mm-hmm. uh, not a compromise. Most gluten-free cake is a compromise. Yes, this this one, one. Oh my gosh. I wonder if it's because you put a little bit of baking powder, baby. I put, I put a little bit of magic in there, not just the bacon powder. There was some Oh, you want to see magic? Yes, show us magic. There's you. So Pew showed me a trick. You f- I feel like you're f- not on mic right now. Pew showed me a trick. There, that's how you do it. So you hold two things. In this case, <laughs> I, have, I have spindles. We only see one of them in camera. I have spindles of thread, mm-hmm. purple and blue, two of my favorite colors. And then... Do you know what you carry those around in? What? Your bindle spindle. Your bindle spindle, and then you switch them over like this. And then now they're in the other hand. Well, first of all, that was mind blowing. <laughs> I have never seen magic like that. Ta da! <laughs> all right, let me see if I can, I can give them a slightly different uh, demonstration. All right. Um, it's a pretty simple trick. You just take the blue one, put it in your left hand, take the purple one, put it in your oh, right hand. And then you. They switch hands. All right. Uh, if you can figure that one out, leave a note in the comments. I know. No, I haven't figured it out yet. Obviously, um, <laughs> I did it wrong. Next is that guy. Well, like before we get into the, let's slow down a little bit, darling. <laughs> okay. You um, crashed and burned on the magic <laughs> trick. <laughs> uh-huh. We've spent a week training you in the art of joke telling. Uh-huh. Um, maybe you can do better in that department. This is the swinky. Uh, Lack of talent show. <laughs> okay. Well, you know how good I am at telling jokes. Hit us with a joke. One okay. that you, I know you've so, been practicing several this week. So so I'm going to tell you the one 
about the rabbi. Okay. Um, so and as we know, there is only one joke about rabbis <laughs> in the entire world. So this one was told by uh, Andy Kaufman. Grandmother. Yes, grandmother. Yes. So, so okay. So, so there's a rabbi, and he's preaching to these people who don't know rabbi things. So, um, the people. One of them has a dog, or something. There's a dog there in the congregation. <laughs> so, while the rabbi is preaching, the dog says repeats everything the rabbi says. So, the congregation says, "Hey, rabbi." You should get the dog. Hmm? Your <laughs> the dog is saying everything you're saying. He's so smart. And then they say he should be a rabbi. And then the rabbi says, "Uh, what you t- uh tell him that. He wants to be a doctor." Wait, what? Eh? <laughs> 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 Wait, who tells <laughs> Anyway, someone says something about the dog, <laughs> and then the rabbi confirms it. So the joke is that the dog is smart. <laughs> hey, it's even better when you. T- <laughs> I know. If you want me to read your jokes, uh, tell me, and I'll read your. Here's jokes the thing for you. that confuses me: is mm-hmm. um, there were other easier jokes that you had. Told oh, wait, wait, no, I have correctly. Another, I have another one. Okay, okay, okay. So there's a no. Rabbi. I don't think you have another one. You have a first one. What you said didn't count <laughs> okay. as a joke. So there's a rabbi, uh, a priest, uh, Jesus, Santa, uh, Buddha, and I think Muhammad is also there, or an imam. Uh, I don't think Muhammad would be hanging out with guys. Anyway, so they walk into a bar, and then the bartender says, "Is this a joke?" <laughs> Closer. That was very good. We'll give you the point on that one. It, it, okay. It, oh, wait, no, no, no. He says, what is this, a joke? That, I think that That's it works joke. better with that punch. Okay. Yeah. yeah that, <laughs> still, uh, I'd say uh, two home runs. <laughs> two home runs. You swung twice, you hit him out of the park twice. Please, there are people who are very good at telling jokes. I'm not one of them, but I have a lot of fun trying to remember jokes. I don't know, my brain just doesn't work like that. Like that. Sometimes we're in the car driving and people just start reciting jokes. There's so many good ones. And you used to study them when you were a child, right? I wouldn't call it study. I guess I was studying. Yes, <laughs> let's round it up to studying. <laughs> you want to do another news article? He'd read joke books. Next news article! <laughs> we went on a hike. It was very nice. Oh, and I cut to the nature cam for that one because the oh, sun really? was on the tree and it looks nice. I don't okay. have anything to say about this one except the dogs on this hike were so happy. It's it's a dog hike, honestly. Every dog we met was out of this one. Oh, and you know the Dobermans? Are they called Dobermans? The ones with the sharp ears and the long front legs? Yeah. That are usually scary. There's this one, and he was just so happy. He was so happy. Dogs are cute. Next news, Echo! Wait, there's more to say about that hike. Oh, okay. Yeah, I feel like you're rushing the news today. Oh, I'm sorry. Are you panicked? Are you nervous? Are you feeling no, I wrote down inadequate? Too, I wrote too many news articles oh, okay. down. Well, the hike was a delight. I agree mm. with you. It was a very, very nice hike. I've been wanting to do this one for ages. It's so mm. close. It's just kitty corner to our neighborhood. Mm-hmm. It's the closest hike there is to, to our house. And it, it it didn't fail to deliver. It's a beautiful view yep. of yep. of the valley. You can see downtown Los Angeles. You can see up to the Rockies. It's just a beautiful view, little outcropping. We were actually doing uh, real estate assessment. There's a lot for sale there for $15,000. <laughs> uh, 
and <laughs> I think it's um okay. Something our listeners might not know is that uh like five thousand square feet in Glendale is about a hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollars. Uh, this is. I think 5,000 square feet mm. for $15,000, mm-hmm. and it's overpriced. Yeah, yeah. You can't bring in water. You cannot access it. You won't be able to get a car. Gas. You can't even get a footpath. You could not walk to this plot of <laughs> land if you owned it. Yep. You would have to parachute in if you ever wanted to access it. <laughs> and use a cannon to get out, is what Pew said. That's yes. Pew's joke. Um, but it was a delightful walk yeah. as we continue to assess real estate I in the area. I enjoyed and we're walking slowly together. It was nice. Together. Next is that go. Oh, wait, hold on. Temperatures have dropped. So last night I was sitting down in the on, on the sofa and... I was wondering why it was the second I took the blanket off my legs, I was so cold. So I checked the temperature and it was 46 degrees Fahrenheit. So coming from Kenya, I wasn't sure what that meant. So I converted it to Celsius and it was 7 degrees. It was 7 degrees last night, Pew. And tonight it's going to go down to 6 degrees. But But when I got to bed, it was nice and warm because Pew is a radiator. Je suis en radiateur. Yeah, very nice. Yeah, cozy up. I love winter. You never get closer to me than winter. <laughs> you climb into bed and just vacuum up. <laughs> like you are lint controlled by static electricity. And you don't complain about how cold I am. Never, never. I love just <laughs> you climbing into bed and clinging to me as if you'll fly off the planet if you let go. It's my favorite feeling in the world. Love you. I love you too. You want to check in with the nature cam? Uh-huh. Next is that cam. go. I saved the best for last. I made a friend in the neighborhood. Just when I thought a chance had passed, you, you went and saved the, the best for Maybe <laughs> You ch- turned a beautiful ballad by Vanessa. Uh, into something even yes. better. You're welcome. <laughs> it sounded like it was being done by the largest heart, the newest girl. <laughs> Anyway, something so, somewhere's got to change. I, I made a friend. I made a friend. Would His you describe it as Merlin. a... Merlin. Uh, uh, would you describe him as a what? Nope, nope. Too late. I had a good little setup for you. Why? What was it? Tell it was, me. You, uh, no, no. It doesn't matter. <laughs> doesn't matter. Okay. Well, anyway, I met a nice sweet cat. His name is Merlin. We were just walking past him. And then he said, Meow! And then he came toward us. Was that a us. direct quote or were you paraphrasing? Uh-huh, uh-huh, I'm paraphrasing. And then he, he walked toward us. And he was purring. And he was so cute. And he showed us his belly. And we, we rubbed him. And then when he was done with us, he just sat down and looked the other way. He was so sweet. I... um. As much as I hate to admit it, I mm. have a soft spot in my heart for Merlin. Yeah. And his affectionate shenanigans on our <laughs> afternoon walks. Yeah. And when he's done, he's done. And that's so nice. He knows his boundaries. He doesn't allow people to s- overstep them. And he, he knows no one is going to harm him because he's such a, a sweet island of love. I wish everyone had a Merlin in their life. That's all for the news. That's it for the news. We're yes. done. Mm-hmm. Hold on. I want to go to the nature cam. Nature cam. Oh, 
Oh yeah. I wanted to cut to the nature cam to uh, to read a little bit of poetry. Is that okay? That's okay, baby. Okay. Uh, my grandfather was a poet. Mm-hmm. He wrote a poem about cats. I mm. think I've shared this with you before, but you I'd have. like to. Would you mind if I share it again? No, I'd be so happy to hear it again. Okay. I know you don't really care for cats or celebrations of cats or <laughs> cat poetry, um, but but I I feel a little bit of passion for their brood. So let's let's get into it. Is it okay? Yes, please. Oh, thank you so much. I, I do appreciate the space to read my <laughs> grandfather's poetry. Mm-hmm. Uh, this, this is one is called Only Cats. Of all the cats I never knew, the first I met I took as true, believers they were human too. But as I toiled my way to age, they scratched my chairs, they stole my stage, and totally ignored my rage. Time only proved what once seemed trends. I came to know them less as friends and more as means to catty ends. They nod, they smile, they bask, they run. They eat, they drink, they have their fun. But cats they are, not anyone. That's all. I like it. It's a good little poem, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, cats are cats. Cats are delightfully cats. Mm. And they will rip your chairs and steal your stage. <laughs> oh, I'm so happy that cats exist in the world. I, okay, okay. That's, it's time Am for... Am I biased? No, no, no. It's time for Kiss My Aunt Swinky Says. Okay. And here's your question this week. Tell me. If cats didn't exist in this world, mm. how would you know that you're less happy that they don't exist in the world? And what do you think doesn't exist in this world that would make you happier if it did exist? I wouldn't know. First of all, uh huh. So I win. If they, if they didn't exist, then I wouldn't know. And uh, what so might have existed? So then, my follow-up question is: um, How can you prove that you are happy that cats exist if you aren't able to prove that you would be less happy if cats didn't exist? I'm going to ignore that non-argument and say that <laughs> if I think if there were more, are, are you pulling a Sam Cedar on me now? <laughs> What's that? <laughs> That's the guy we were watching, the guy who interrupts everyone that says something completely unrelated to whatever they were oh, saying. Oh, no, no, you. that's you. You're the one who's doing that. <laughs> oh, a little, a little displacement from the call-in audience. Okay, okay. <laughs> I was saying that I think if there were more, I don't know, I think if there were more trees in the world. No, no, no. We're not talking more or less. We're talking about so something that didn't doesn't exist. So to at the all. left of us is an alternate dimension where there aren't any cats, but there is a Swinky who doesn't know how much less happy she is day by day. Yes. Because cats don't exist. To our other side is another alternate dimension where something exists that doesn't exist in this dimension, and you need to describe what it is. And this thing over there makes Swinky so happy that it makes me happy. Yes. Oh my. Oh gosh. I guess literal paradises? I don't know. I c- can only think of just trees and well, in this clean case, water and 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 it's there's enough for everyone and it's just nice. That this that, that, in that, this case that would not be so much a literal paradise as a literal lateral paradise. Yes. I would like a literal lateral paradise. Okay. If we could, if we could just drop down from whatever dimension it's in right now, <laughs> that would be really nice. You know, re restock the Amazon. You know, all the all the deforested areas. Just drop some trees in. We won't mind. <laughs> that would be nice. Okay, I agree with you. That's yeah. That's that's all from Kiss My Aunt Swinky says.
Oh, I would love to on this dirty flirty. Oh, nerdy. really? Come and join the hurdy, hurdy gurdy, hurdy and play your hurdy gurdy <laughs> on episode thirty, lurdy lurdy. I don't think everything will make it into the title. I think we're good with four words in that title. Yeah. yeah. Oh my! Dirty flirty nerdy thirty. Pew, are you ready for the movies? Uh, yeah, yeah. Here we go. Movie, Movie. review. All right, so we've got three movies this week. Mm-hmm. Um, well, actually, we had four, but one of them, two of them, led to we actually had five, didn't we? Did we? Yeah, the will to people, but we didn't finish it because oh, it was yes. the the end of a filmmaker's career in this house for <laughs> us. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah, harsh creation from Bue. Let's let's back up a little bit before we get into mm. the reviews. Let's talk about Taika Waititi. One okay. maybe final time on this show. Mm-hmm. Um, I love what we do in the shadows, which we watched but will not be reviewing because uh, there's nothing left to say about this film. That film, it's it's exactly what it is, and people love it for it being what it is. Yeah, nothing we could add to the conversation. It's perfect. People know why it's perfect. Done. Mm. And then we tried watching Search for the Will to People, which um, we didn't even make it to the end. To the end. Mm. I. Would you have, if I had not been in the room, would you have watched it to the oh, end? Yeah. Or, oh, okay, okay. Oh, I was yeah. not sure. Because you turn off your Hallmark movies every now and then when you're cooking and you, uh, <laughs> I no don't, harm, I no foul. I have watched them. It's the background noise. Mm. Yeah. Um, but it just was, I can't stand him sometimes. It's beautiful. It, it felt like an ad for New Zealand. It definitely felt funded by the New Zealand Film Commission. Yes, yes. yes. So it, it's, uh, it, the story was distracting. Oh, wait, wait, there was a story? There was a story. I missed that. I think. The search for the wilderness. And the characters kept changing. Like, we were not not sure where everybody stands at any point. Uh, Maybe the boy, he was cute, you know. You know, I like chubby little kids. I did not know that. (laughs) I'm glad that that's in my brain for Swinky Trivia Night at the bar. Mm -hmm. Um, I think I came to a conclusion on this Taika Waititi fella. Mm -hmm. And I think you'll find it diplomatic. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe that he does not have a natural inclination towards menace. Uh, some films yep. are very menacing and yeah. have, a, have a great weight to them. Mm. He does not. Mm. Um, Boy, all four of the films we watched, Boy, What We Do in the Shadows, Hunt for the Will to People, and Jojo Rabbit, mm-hmm. all of them were completely free from menace. In the case of Boy and What We Do in the Shadows... It works. It works in the favor of the film. Boy yeah. is not about menace. It's about the nuanced emotions of realizing that, you know, your father your isn't as cool it. as you've mm. imagined him to be your whole mm. life. A mm. uh, very, very beautiful film. Um, and, and What We Do in the Shadows is exactly, like, the whole point is that there's no menace. The The joke that underlies everything through the movie yeah. is that they're kind of like awkward sweethearts... Who happen to be vampires too? Mm-hmm. Um, Jojo Rabbit and Hunt for the Wilder People needed a sense of desperately needed a sense of menace for anything in the story to land. Mm. But there was no fear of death, no fear of danger for mm-hmm. any of the characters, mm. no no respect for the elements around them, mm. no danger in the elements around them. They were just kind of doing their things. Mm. I love Waititi's timing and his pacing and the way he words things. Mm. I hate his lack of menace in certain situations. Mm. Is it a hard boycott or do we watch YTT films when they come out? Oh, I think we should watch them. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No hard boycott. Okay. It didn't feel like that. Mm. The If I had only seen Jojo Rabbit and Will to People, it then, would have been a hard boycott from me. Yeah. 
if you can't get to the end of a movie then maybe that's it's not your style and and i also from that angle i can totally respect it like not every director has to have death menace hanging over every scene all the time mm-hmm. some of them can just be light and fluffy yeah <laughs> yeah anyway i think yeah let's let's move on yeah to the three we are going we watched and reviewed this week uh indiana jones and the temple of doom black girl a 1966 film from africa and uh swinky's favorite as far as i can tell from this year uh uh, caligula (laughs) do you want me to go first uh yes and we'll do them in the order that we watched them is that okay okay so which one did we watch first temple Temple of of Doom. doom okay so here we go temple of doom as reviewed by swinky spielberg lucas or whoever made this movie cast his wife or girlfriend she ruins the movie you with certainly her. You did no research. She, she ruins the movie with her screaming cluelessness, but at least we get to see her in a sea of terrifying bugs. Okay, I didn't enjoy that either. Short round is cute and funny. Bam! Ah, oh, there it is. I was waiting for that. <laughs> the, t- the terminal bam. Yep. Uh, it was Spielberg's wife. Oh, okay. It was not Spielberg or maybe Lucas, maybe <laughs> girlfriend. <laughs> Don't cast your friends unless they're good. Oh, dang, shots fired. Your turn, Pew. All right. Um, Temple of Doom. Open gangway and make room for Jones and his Temple of Doom. At two hours long, every set piece is strong, so it's really just one long kaboom. <laughs> <laughs> you, you like that? Yeah, I like that very much. Pretty much captured the spirit. I like how there was the whole ah, you know, when she was being lowered into the lava pit. And mm-hmm. by the way, if you're being lowered into a lava pit, you'll be incinerated before you get that close <laughs> to the top of the lava. But no, no, um, no expense was spared. That that is movie. endemic mm-hmm. of Lucas and Spielberg productions. Is mm-hmm. that lava is treated as fairly hot water? Yeah, that people can just hang around. Yeah, yeah. That uh, you only start burning once you you touch it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, I have nothing to say about this movie except uh, they had a lot of money. It was filmed in India, so some people got the money. So I'm glad for that. They might have paid the village uh, to to be on set. So that's nice. I. I believe, mm-hmm. if I may. Yes. There, there. I don't believe this. I know this to be a true fact that mm-hmm. we can all agree on. There are four Indiana Jones movies. Mm-hmm. And it goes, um, the first one is about Nazis. The second one is not about Nazis. Mm. The third one is Nazis. And the fourth one is not Nazis. Mm. So it goes Nazi, not Nazi, Nazi, not Nazi. Mm. Okay? Mm. Um, it's generally held to be conventional wisdom that Nazi films are better than not Nazi films mm-hmm. in the Indiana Jones Um, Continue on franchise, Mm, yes. mm, mm. I maintain Mm. that Temple of Doom would be the best of all four, except for Willie, the shrieking, useless, complete waste of screen time character, the blonde who shrieks and says dumb things throughout the whole thing. Mm. If they had just removed her from the film, Mm. this would be the best one. The set pieces, the pacing, the... Like the atmosphere of switching between fun and danger and goofy and wild and adventure. Yeah. <laughs> it just had such a good, relentless pace. Mm. And I like indie outside of Nazi stories. Mm. I feel like World War II looms a little too large over the mythology. Uh, and if they had uh. had four stories that were about four different things, mm. 
but we go Nazi, not Nazi, Nazi, not Nazi. So we have these two that are about Nazis. It makes it feel like, like it, it's about it, they Nazis. should all be about Nazis, mm, sort of, mm. kind of. Yeah. Um, anyway, I liked this one a lot. Okay. Would have been my favorite, save for Willie. All right. I'm not surprised that I forget these movies. I forget even having watched them. Oh, for heaven's sake. Surprised. They blend into each other so much. Yeah. There's, it's <laughs> almost impossible to distinguish mm-hmm. the four Indiana Jones movies. Yeah. If you haven't seen them in the last year. Hmm. Hmm. That was Temple of Doom. But they're fun, and the, as you're watching them, they're very fun. As, yeah, as you're watching them, they're fun, except for the scenes where that lady shows Willie. up. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Girlfriend or wife or whatever. <laughs> you whatever. did no research. <laughs> did, no research. Wait, should I be doing research? I thought I was just supposed to write for my heart. You are. <laughs> and I'm allowed to tell you when you're doing no research. Nature cam. Which one's next? Black girl. Here we go. Here we go. Mercifully shot and to the point. Wow. Now let me start again. Okay, yeah, that's a pretty hostile opening to a review. Let me start again. You know, mercifully short does not have a good connotation. Okay, but that's how it felt. Like, if, if it was any longer, I wouldn't have enjoyed it that, that much. That is also true. They did not have more material to sustain yeah. <laughs> an, another minute of that film. <laughs> okay, here we go. Here. Yes, yes, yes. Mercifully short and to the point. Black girl follows the story of a Senegalese girl who went to France to work for her white employers. She's Wait a minute. What? You seem to put a little bit more emphasis on white employers than the rest <laughs> of the review. Because they told her, you're going, you're coming with us to France. It's going to be great. But no, she's not Man, happy. No. no, no. She's not happy because she wasn't expecting to live in to- total confinement and servitude. She kills herself and everyone is sad in the end. The best part was we get to see what Senegal and France looked like in the 60s. Should we rename this section to best parts with Swinky? Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> I had to find best parts. Be- well, it went off again. Uh, are we back? I can't tell if we're back. Yeah, we're okay, back. There we're we back. are. Okay. I, I have to... I had to look for the best parts because um, they were they were good movies, but they weren't really joyful. You know what I mean? Uh, I, I disagree. Caligula is on the list. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty fun, love, and romp. <laughs> Family fun for everyone. Okay, I guess. Well, but we'll get to Caligula. All right. Your favorite film of the year. You, it's your turn. You should talk it's about my Black turn. Girl. Black Girl. Black Girl. There once was a Senegal maid who labored but never got paid. She took quite a chance when moving to France, where she stayed, was betrayed, and then laid. It's so sad. <laughs> it's so sad. You summarized that whole movie <laughs> in one verse. <laughs> what do they call those? Uh, the limericks. 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 Yes. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah. Very nice limerick, but you're an excellent writer. Oh, I love writing. I'm brilliant. It's so much fun to yeah, hear what my brain, brain cooks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't have anything more to say about Black Girl except... Um, these things still go on today. There's still a lot of people who um, leave their countries. Usually they're from poor families. They go to another country. They work um, as a maid and they're rarely paid. They don't have days off. They do more than they were that was agreed on. I mean, these are issues Oh, yeah, because once your employer going. has your, your passport yeah, lo- yeah. in their lockbox, mm. like, what are you going to do? Right. Mm. Yep. Next movie? Well, no, I'd, I'd like to talk a little bit more about this one because it's... I, I don't think it's amazing. Like, everybody's heard of Temple of Doom. Mm-hmm. But Black Girl is not really... I've never heard of it. I don't even know why I clicked yeah, on it. Neither. It was just kind of like an arbitrary... I think the thing said, the, the algorithm said, you should watch this. Mm. And I agreed. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad I did. Um, but 
I really liked it. I thought it was a beautiful depiction of Senegal and mm. France in the 60s. Yep. I love old low budget movies because they often double as low budget documentaries mm-hmm. just because they can't build huge sets. They're shooting right. out in the street. You in see the cars, houses. the mm. background extras are pretty much all people walking around the street. They just plop down a little camera mm. and get to filming with everything happening in the background as it would naturally that right, day. Right. Um, I, I, imagine at the time this was a very bold depiction of of life as a black person yeah it's un- it was really unflinching yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yes yes mm. yes we talked about that how the mm. the phrase unflinching probably showed up in many reviews of this film right right yeah at the time um i mean she straight up murks herself at the end yeah uh, and then the guy the guy the employer he goes to her he takes her things back to her mom in the village and he tries to pay her and oh then the yeah mom, mom doesn't like that up. at all yeah, she yeah. just gets up yeah. and walks away yeah money won't fix the damage that yeah. has been done <sighs> and one thing I liked about it I, I'm gonna try not to step too far out of um my my zone of of moral authority here okay um one thing i liked about this film mm. that i'm trying to think of like more modern films that kind of touch on the same topics mm. and and we absolutely must watch star sorry to bother you mm. because it touches on some of these same topics of of mm. You traveling know, for labor? No, no, no. Of black people in servitude, of white people, and what that means, and how that plays out in real time. Oh. I'm sorry to bother you. Of course, is much more satire and surreal and mm. silly, mm. but it touches on a lot of the same topics. But there, th- throughout the whole thing, like the 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 Senegalese maid, um, at a certain point, she just kind of boycotts the the mistress. Yeah, that she won't take any more orders. Mm. Um. I don't know. Like again, we're getting into that that parasite territory where mm. I'm sitting there going like, "Well, that's not really the way to get what you want in this situation." Mm. And uh, she might not have the tools to communicate with well, she didn't have the tools. She didn't speak French fluently apparently. Yeah, yeah. Uh to to get what she wanted out of this arrangement that she wasn't able to put up a a legitimate fight mm. for better working conditions for the payment what are your thoughts? I think you can kind of get a sense of where I'm going and what I'm thinking about. Mm. What are your thoughts? Um, I I think... Hmm. Hmm. I think sometimes people feel... Okay, when you feel shortchanged. She she really thought... when she, she was so excited about going to France and she thought she was going to get to see the country and actually live a life there while working. And that part of it was... Mm conjured in her imagination the other half of her disappointment was when they were in senegal she was taking care of the kids only the kids and Mm. when she got to france the kids were nowhere to be found she was just cooking meals for the mistress and all her friends Mm. so Mm. the job changed a lot when she got there yeah uh fantasy and wishful thinking aside there was a not duplicitous but also not entirely honest on Mm. on what was going to be happening in france and and they hadn't been paying her and they hadn't been paying her so i don't even want to call her an employer at that point from the slave owner right right they weren't paying her so i i i I don't know how i don't know if there's anything else to say about black girl and her situation i feel um she thought she was going to help her family she thought 
you know, because she was illiterate and didn't have any prospects, she thought that this was the door to financial freedom for her and her family. And that didn't happen. So what are her options? She's not going to, is she going to get on a boat and get back? She doesn't have money. They're not paying her. And now they've paid her when she's already reached the brink. She's, you know, as the straw that broke the camel's back, you know, the boy. Yeah, no, that yeah. happened before they flashed a couple of francs in her face yeah. and told her to get back to work right away. It was too, and, and poor girl, she's trying to, you know, uh, spruce herself up and make herself feel better about her situation by wearing a nice dress and, and her high heels. And then the employer tells her, Take off, take off those shoes. I don't know why you dress up so nice. Oh, you, you should be cleaning. You should be. If you well, don't work, you don't eat. And she was so mean about it too, because she yeah. wasn't just saying like, "Don't dress up." She'd be saying like, "Don't get dressed up so nice." And also, that dress is a month old, and you wear it every day. What's wrong with you? <laughs> it was unnecessary. Yeah. I I don't. Know, I guess there are people like that, and I I feel for her. I don't know what it would be like to be in that situation. I I don't think I'd kill myself because. I would never kill myself on purpose. <laughs> I would I just wouldn't. <laughs> How does one kill themselves on accident? People do that. Yeah, it happens. People kill themselves but, accidentally. But I would never. But that's there's. I don't think accidental suicide is a thing. Accidental death can be a thing, but yeah. not accidental, accidental suicide. suicide. <laughs> but I, I can understand why she just decided. And you know what? I'm going to do it in your bathtub, and you are going to have to clean it up, and you are going to have to explain it. You know? Y- yeah. You there's a dead body in your bathtub. I think between this and Parasite, mm. we get a pretty clear picture painted of privilege. Mm. Sorry for the alliteration, not intentional, I assure you. Mm. Um, in that it seems obvious, mm-hmm. like the tools of negotiation, but it is not obvious if you didn't grow up with them and mm. you weren't taught them explicitly. Um, because as as a middle-class white person... Mm there are a good dozen dozen things she could have done before suicide mm. um, that that were invisible to her. Yeah, she didn't even, she probably didn't even know that France has really strong labor laws. She didn't know that she could go to a place where um, people who've been mistreated by the employers can go and report. She probably had no idea about these things. She was absolutely isolated. She was illiterate. Any, any correspondence from her family was monitored by her employer. They would write the responses for her. So it wasn't, she was that cut was, off. That was a really good scene. I liked how, mm. oh, there was so much going on in that scene. There mm. were so many, so many things, so many nuances to it. Mm. First, you are absolutely right that the communication from Senegal went through her slave owners. Mm. I don't want to call them employers because they, they weren't, weren't paying, paying her. Yeah. <laughs> um, which was a, a function of her ignorance. Like they didn't, design it they weren't withholding the letters from her mm-hmm. but all communication went through them they had to know they didn't have to it was not by design it wasn't by their their oppression mm-hmm. but by her illiteracy they would know all mail coming in mm. and they would write all mail going out, out. Mm. Um, that scene also really tickled me because after the letter was read mm. the maid said my mother didn't write that you guys made this up mm. and they breeze by it they never and then she tore it up yeah yeah yeah, yeah. she yeah. said like this is a fake letter mm. and the reply is fake too just like so much distrust mm. i really loved that scene mm. and you said there was nothing to say about this film <laughs> I, I i i don't know i, I feel uh, I, I feel like I'm not in a position to really speak on these things because I haven't experienced it myself. Every time I've worked, I've been paid. 
I might complain about the amount of pay, but <laughs> <laughs> every time I've worked, I've been paid. So I don't know what it's like to to work and not be paid. That's not true. There was that. Remember when you did this? You wrote a song, mm-hmm. did the translation, mm. recorded vocals, mm. and it ended up being the end credits for some movie. <gasps> and then they were that. like, um, "Here's your five thousand yen, which is like forty five dollars or whatever it was." God, I remember that. Which was yes, it was technically enough that they could say they paid you if you ever wanted to go to court oh but it was gosh. so insultingly little it was a joke and you're just watching the end credits of the movie and thinking i i, I wrote that right? yep yep I, yep I, I wrote and then was that the like yeah 20 bucks for a movie ticket and then the DVD sells for 70 bucks a pop and they sell out on day one. Oh, please. If there's an agent out there, please find me, okay? <laughs> yes. Find me. <laughs> You're so bad at negotiating so bad. for you. <laughs> I'm so bad. You're better. That was like, that was year one of your career. Oh, you career, had right? no idea. Mm. And they kept saying every everything you did for that production, they kept saying, don't worry, don't worry, we'll take care of you, we'll take care of you. It yeah. wasn't until they had the masters locked and signed for yeah, yeah. that they were like, all right, now we're going to take care of you. 50 bucks, don't spend it all in one place, kid. I've grown. I'm so you've, happy. You've grown a lot. Really I'm grown. I'm happy. Thank God. <laughs> all um, right, baby, are you ready to move on to the next movie? Yes, and I just, mm. I liked Black Girl a lot. I really, I thought it was beautiful. I thought mm. it was nuanced understated and there was a lot more poetry to it it seemed simple on the surface mm. uh, but there was a lot going on a lot of really tight the way, writing the way they wrapped it up at the end with oh, the, the yeah, little yeah. brother following the the man who uh, the, the employer who brought the money to the mom that is him yep that's an image that will with stay with mask. me forever yeah. and mm. I, don't be surprised if you see me copy that in a film one yeah, day yeah wow loved it Love it. Agree with you. Yes. All right. Uh, enough. Enough farting around. Let's get to Swinky's all-time favorite movie of all time, even better than Maya the Bee, Caligula. That was false. That introduction was false. <laughs> Wait, what? This is what <laughs> I think about. Where did I deceive our audience? Hold on. Let me tell you about Caligula. Okay. Here we go, baby. Mm-hmm. This movie is a very detailed sex education film. <laughs> I've what never seen learn? a movie where every scene involves genitals and the exchange of bodily fluids. However, I'm not here to judge. So I'll just say Caligula. I, it sounds like you're judging. Caligula was killed by his general. Bam. Bam. Terminal bam. Let's check in on that nature cam. <laughs> Terminal cam. Uh, your turn, Pew. All right. <clears throat> to joke of Caligula's tough. As he's built of such violent stuff. I hope you don't yawn if a parallel's drawn, but four years of him was enough. <laughs> bam. Bam. Oh, very bam. <laughs> Good job, Pete. You like that one? Uh-huh. Wow, he's in power for four years before for people said, years, okay. <laughs> we need less Caligula. Oh my gosh. It took them four years to decide that. Do you know what he did? If this is based in history, this is what he did. He had his senators' wives become prostitutes. Yes, he opened a harem, a harem of senators' wives to humiliate the senators and to make money for the glorious nation or empire of Rome. I have nothing to say about Caligula that won't come off as judgmental and dismissive. (laughs) Then I think you should start talking right about now. Right now? 
you know how I feel about um, people recklessly spreading disease. And th- on this set, no, no, not even talking about Caligula, but <laughs> no. on this set, the set where they made this movie, I am sure someone contracted something. I'm sure. It, there's no way they got a, got away without uh, picking up something from each other. Because everyone was in everyone's business all the time. In every scene. Something was going inside something else or coming out. You know, it was... I don't recommend this movie. But I'm trying not to judge. I'm really trying not to judge. Because art is art. Even though that art is so confusing. (laughs) But then it ends on a nice shot of Caligula dead. And blood dripping from his neck. So that's good. And his mouth. It's also dripping from his mouth. I have never wanted to... He's very dead. Mm. He's super dead. Yeah. I've never wanted to remix a monologue of yours more than your description of the movie Caligula. Oh, really? Yes. <laughs> Please don't. I don't want to be famous for, for being a prude. I mean, you know, to each his own, but man, really, do we need all that for the story? I thought that there would be some war scenes. Do you know what the war scene was? He sent his troops out to fight with Papyrus in the lake. What is that? And he's there, ha, 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 ha. He's so happy celebrating his army, his great army, slashing papyrus. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I'm just, I'm not here to judge. So, Pew, what do you have to say? <laughs> I'm not here to judge. <laughs> okay. Uh, Michael McDowell, you can't go wrong. You just yeah. can't lose with Michael McDowell. He's such a good actor. Um, I never once doubted that he believed he was Caligula. He, mm. uh, he... The 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 role commands a, a, a fair bit of uh, scenery chewing. Yeah, he ate the sets in one gulp in every yeah. scene. He yeah. was just eating it up. I really enjoyed watching him. Yeah, um, I feel like it was a complete waste of film. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> okay. At least we agree on that. <laughs> no, this movie has no redeeming merits nope. whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, it's oh, let's check the nature cam because it's just looking so gosh darn pretty oh. out there. Um. It is a lovely day. Isn't it? Mm-hmm. In the neighborhood? A lovely a day for lovely a neighbor? A lovely day. I think... Eh, eh, eh. The real crime of this film is that there's a lot of gristle on the bones of Caligula. Like, there's mm-hmm. a lot to be done with a Caligula story on screen. Mm-hmm. But this film is so bad. It's like, you know how Vanilla Ice ruined rap for white people for about a <laughs> decade and a half? <laughs> Caligula, I think, will have the same... Uh, this movie will have the same effect on Caligula's legacy for uh, the rest of cinema. Yeah. I don't think anybody's eager to tell Caligula's story no. on screen, which is a bummer because it's so uh, vibrant mm. that it would be fun to watch it well told. This was just a complete mess of a they movie. They decided to just focus on the lascivious parts of his... And I'm using oh, this word very generously. I'm I could... Anyway, uh, they just focused on the parts of his life that involved uh, acts of the body. (laughs) (laughs) It's such a hard movie to review if you're me. (laughs) (laughs) That's why I'm not cutting away from you. (laughs) I'm not. I don't know. Okay, so, so... as you might know at this point, I'm not a fan of porn. It's just not appealing to me. So I wonder if people who like porn would enjoy this movie. I don't. I, w- I just. I wonder. Like, is it something? Is is it visually appealing to porn watchers? 
<laughs> we hope you'll call in. <laughs> because to me, it was just, I was thinking, Ooh, did she wash her hands? Did they brush their teeth? You know, have they taken medicine? <laughs> did everyone shower? <laughs> you know, I'm just, I was, oh man. Pew, I don't think I'll ever go to an orgy. Well, gosh darn it, Swinky. <laughs> I really don't think so. I really, really don't. Here I was thinking I could talk you into it. You just crushed my dreams. <laughs> and I'm really trying not to judge. I'm trying to be open-minded because this was a different time. What You mean uh, 41 AD or 1960? Both. Okay. It was a different... Okay. You're right. Maybe it's not so different, <laughs> but the, the the there was not much knowledge going around, and the kind of madness Caligula had sounds like someone who had a syphilitic brain, right? He, uh, I've I was reading up on him after watching the film. It didn't seem like he was in his right mind. No, he seemed he kind of crazy. mad with power and yeah. out of control, mm-hmm. and a wild child who ended up as Caesar. Yeah. Wow. Oh, but we did learn, or at least I did, that Caesar is not a last name. No, no, no. It's I learned title. that too. I was ignorant to it. It is a very <laughs> educational film. <laughs> In that aspect. But yeah, yeah. Caesar is like president or... Um, yeah, or prime Buddha minister. or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. It's a title, not, not a name. Mm. Christ, Christ. Christ is a title, isn't it? Is it? Yeah. Oh, his name, I don't believe... Christ. I don't believe his name was Jesus H. Christ. He wasn't Christ. born Jesus H. Christ. Right, 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 right. No, I think he was Jesus of Arimathea. Of Nar- Nazareth. Of Namareth. <laughs> Nazareth, Nazareth. Bah, you're confusing me. <laughs> I'm trying my best. Really? Yeah, yeah. Well, thank you for opening my eyes to movies of all kinds. But I wouldn't mind if we didn't watch another Caligula. I really, I would be fine. I don't think we have that option. I think it was one it and was done one with Caligula. And done. The most interesting thing about this film, and I, I was suspicious during the opening credits. Mm. There were a couple of credit plates that were very very odd that i'd never seen before you notice the credits i couldn't even see the credits i was just looking at his dead face and thinking no no oh, yeah, opening credits oh, when okay. it was on the coin of caligula's right. face mm-hmm. um the first credit that caught my eye was something that said like based on a screenplay by or adapted from a screenplay by like there was the the writer i suppose wanted to distance himself from the film and was saying you can't credit me as the screenwriter or something like that oh. also i believe the director halfway through was just like this is awful garbage i cannot be a part of this and <laughs> yeah, he yeah. left mm. um and the other thing is at the end plate it mm. said like additional production by and additional photography by so they had a at some point they mm. brought in another producer and another director mm. of photography mm. and then i found out what was going on those were very suspicious plates they yeah, so jumped you looked up. it up i yeah. looked it up yeah. and what <laughs> what had happened was the two producers uh, were at loggerheads one wanted it to be more of a historical drama mm. about caligula mm-hmm. the other one wanted it to be a hardcore porno film right um, eventually <laughs> the one who wanted it to be a porno film was able to kick the other producer off and finally shoot the you know the porno that he had always dreamt of shooting. Mm. Um, that's why oh gosh. for a lot of the scenes, mm. like it'll start out in the wide shot and then when it gets pornographic, it'll just go right up to a close-up and um, that's, that's why. Because it's oh. not the actors. It's this other producer who came in with another director of photography after oh the film was goodness. wrapped mm. and just shot more naughty bits. Well, they shot a lot of naughty bits because to me, maybe because um, my my mind was a, a little bit more pristine before this, but maybe I maybe to me it just looked like that was it a was beautiful all, way of saying it. Yeah, I think it was to me. It just looked like it was all porn. To me, it looked like from the first shot, it was just it's all porn. Okay, they run a little bit in the woods and then 
And then they hit the ground running. Yes. (laughs) Let's check in with the nature camp. I think that's enough Caligula talk for one week. Not recommended by Swinky. uh, This is the introduction of our new weekly segment, Let's Talk Caligula for 15 Minutes. Um, If you don't like it, just write in. Oh, never. Okay. Never. All right. Nature cam. Nature cam. I want to do one more kiss my aunt Swinky says. Oh, really? Yeah. Is it okay? That's okay, baby. It's a colossal week. I still have one sip from my cup, so go ahead. Ask me. Um, it's been, it's been a roller coaster week mm-hmm. after a roller coaster year since you've been here about a year, haven't mm-hmm. you? A little more. Yeah. Um, after a roller coaster five years, mm. uh, you're not a citizen yet. Mm. I see you as American as anyone else. Really? <laughs> um, I'd like to hear your impressions. Uh, one year in, this is a very eventful week in American history mm. after a very eventful five years of American history. Right. Mm. Um, and I kind of want to know, like, as as a as an immigrant mm. who is an American, I in my eyes, mm. what are you seeing? What are you feeling? What are you thinking about all of it? And this is how we're going to close out the show. So when you're done, you just say, "Go to the nature cam," and then we'll say it together, okay? Okay. But feel free. You have the floor. I have the floor. Yeah, as long as I you feel. want it, and and go go into as much detail as you want, because. <laughs> You know, it's a one of a kind perspective. It is. You're a, you're a Kenyan mm. in America mm. who's here in a, like a monumental turning point. It, there's huge shifts going on in our yeah. culture. Um, what what are your thoughts? I <clears throat> well, first of all, I learned when I got here that uh, that uh, Americans are a lot more polarized in their opinions than they were before let's say before five years ago and but i mean it was it's always been polarized but it's it it just got worse and the more i watched american politics play play out i thought that they're very similar to the ones we have uh, back home and in particular the president the president the way the president talks reminded me of how our politicians talk very often um, callous and not really thinking about what the 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 impact that their words have because of their position of power so i didn't think that he was evil or anything i just thought that he was uh, acting like a politician because that's how politicians are there they they're in it for themselves some might start out with the intention of serving the people but at the end, they just want the power to do whatever it is they feel is right. So I thought that he's a true politician. He's just being himself. And he was given the platform by the American people, and he deserved to have that chance. And now there's there another group of American people has decided they've had enough and they want to move on. So I'm glad that they, there was an election, a free and fair one. Uh, that's a privilege that a lot of countries, a lot of people in a lot of countries do not have. So I hope that Americans don't take this for granted. Can I jump in? Yeah. Because you called it free and fair. Do you believe that there's any uh, credence that should be afforded to the claims of election fraud? or? Um, and this is just your opinion. I don't mm. need you to be a, an election expert in America. Do yeah. you feel like that... That the possibility of the, the, that fraud may or may not have happened, but it wasn't enough to sway the election in any direction. There might have been a couple of like, what do you think of that? Is is it a free and fair election in your opinion? In my opinion, it is. 
they they have people from both parties i didn't know this but they have people from both parties watching the counting i didn't know that i've never seen it in kenya i don't know if the, we have poll watchers i'd be very surprised if we did uh i do think it's free and fair and people get their say and that's something to treasure i honestly do think it's free and fair in america yeah if you're registered and you vote properly your vote will be counted that's just how it is if there's an error usually it's not out of malice it's because of some miscalculation or uh, misspelling or something i don't have advice for you <laughs> i i would uh, you you are not responsible for our welfare yeah i I'm, i'm just asking your opinions i'm just letting you guys know that it's not as bad as it looks it's really not and it 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 feels like it's very heavy because of the amount of power that you guys have as americans like as just as the the country the entity that is america you have permeated culture politics and military across the world and you guys hold immense power and that's why it feels like it's it's so bad and and uh you know even even those people who are hoping that president trump would get another four years you might be feeling like ah now the other guys are going to ruin everything but really you have to trust your system because you guys have a good you have a, a very solid system you have the senate you have the congress you still have your representatives and you still have a voice so i don't think you should despair i really don't think you should despair and just try to figure out how to navigate this landscape while being remaining yourself don't lose yourself in it because politics you are not politics you are a man or a woman or a boy or girl who's just going about or or anyone everyone in between just going about your life so focus on your life focus on your family focus on your people and how to improve yourself don't allow hate to get into your heart because really it's not worth it these people they will leave you fighting on the street and they're you know in their gilded mansions you know they're they're safe wherever they are so there's no need for us to hate each other just for them it really there's no need and if you get a chance to sit down with someone with a different opinion just try to be a little patient with them and listen to them and um be an american that's what you americans do i don't know if you know this but you guys took me through school you <laughs> i couldn't have gone to high school if it wasn't for um usaid you're the ones who put me through school and that's why i was able to finish high school and there go to university and i'm grateful to americans and i love america and i i believe in you guys so uh hang in there love you nature cam yes together, together.